we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. So, Matthew, we had a lot of TV to watch this week. We did. And, y'all, it is early right now. (laughs) We are recording this really early in the morning uh, because we are busy, busy people, and this is the only time we could do it. So, But we're doing it for you. We are awake. We have coffee. We are caffeinated. And there were so many shows on this week. So many. We've really, we've really dived into the whole Bravo verse, and it's been a wild ride. But we are here for it. We've got our coffee. We're ready to show and tell you guys everything we've got to <laughs> ready say. Ready for show, show and tell. Show and tell. Alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. Here we, we go. Here. We've got marriage medicine. We've got Atlanta. We had uh, the big wedding with Cynthia. Finally, ten, ten, twenty. I, I thank God it happened. I've been waiting for it. I'm glad it's over now. But. You know, it was beautiful. We'll get into it, though. It was. We also have Summer House, Jersey, and Dallas. So we're going to get through them all. Can we start with Mary to Med? Because I I just, I'm itching to talk about Mary to Med. It was so good this week. No, Mary to Medicine was great because we got a full detail of what is actually going on with all the women. We got to see them go head to head at the end of the party. You know, Toya dropped the bomb. And then in this episode, she drops the bomb and leaves and then drops the bomb on the men, too, and is like, all all the women are fighting. I can't deal with it. She was lit. Uh, she was. I love. I loved her husband being like, "Have you have you eaten something?" She's like, "I have the crab in the bucket." <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad though that Jackie and Simone were able to talk at least for a little bit, and it's exactly what we thought it was. It's old wounds from last season. Simone still feeling very slighted by Jackie that Jackie has picked Heavenly and their relationship over Simone and and hers. And I completely understand yes. that. It, that's what it looks like and feels like to me as well as a viewer. And while I understand wh- that Jackie is upset because of her perceived slight by Simone, I think she's wrong here. I mean, also, we have to look at what Jackie did to Buffy, and that was totally not cool. No, and even and even so, Simone, Simone still, did defend her. Yeah. She did be like, that is not what Jackie is like. That's not her heart. That's not who she is, which she explains. But I think Jackie's still trying to hold on to something because she's trying to find a way to still fight with Simone because she's like, if Simone's fighting with me for the thing with Heavenly, I need to have something too, some kind of weapon that I could use in this fight. And it's it's a knife to a gunfight. Absolutely. And Jackie can never admit when she's wrong. No, she's very. I mean, they're both stubborn, but Simone can admit when she's wrong. It might take her some time. But Simone will come correct and will will show some humility, not Dr. Jackie. She cannot admit when she's done wrong in any situation. Like she said at the end, she came honest. She came with everything. Oh, okay. That's Toya. <laughs> Toya. Oh, okay. Yeah, Toya. It's like you walked away, girl, from the whole situation. You don't know what was said when you were uh, when you walked away. So I'm glad that Simone was like, no, 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 I, 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 I fixed it. I got it. Also, I did not appreciate Heavenly trying to go all wild and get into the fight as well. But I loved Daddy Damon coming in and saying, you know what? 
black people are under attack, we do not need to be attacking each other. What we would really she do without him? Up. I really don't know who would love her <laughs> without him. He has the patience of a yes, saint. Yes, that's what it, I was going to say. His patience is unparalleled. Yeah, he is such a good guy, and he can bring her down to zero very quick. And I think he put everything in perspective, Yes, uh, you know, beautifully. And I think that's probably part of the reason why Heavenly had the one-on-one with Simone at the end where they kind of go over what's going on between them and heaven is like, you know what? You do need to reach out to Jackie, which we'll get to in a second. Cause we have a couple more things we need to talk about before we get there. But also I love Toya kind of making the decision that the school doesn't support her sons as like black men and black boys growing up. They did not support black lives matter. They had nothing to say. So she took her sons to protest and they're switching schools to a school that will actually support them. And I think that is brilliant, even though the school costs $25,000 a child. That's fucking insane. I, I don't I don't know if I could pay that much money to, to send my kids to school. I mean, if they were talking about college, yeah, but that's that's ex- yeah. just, that's <laughs> exorbitant. That's a lot. Although, you know, I I do but I agree. I I I see where Toya's coming from. You know, if I had children and there was, you know, there was no support for LGBTQ kids. I don't know if I, you know, as, as long as I knew that the school had a, a loving supporting system for yeah. all children of all backgrounds and all, you know, and was very vocal about it and not silent. I don't know if, I don't know if I would be able to stick around either. Yeah. Because you're, you just feel like, you know, your children won't be supported in whatever might happen with them, you know, or, and the school won't be there. And I think that was a really smart decision of her to kind of be aware of that and be like, you know what? We're not going to give our money to this other school that's not going to support us. We're going to give, like, we're going to send our kids somewhere that will support them and kind of guide them and help them grow. A hundred percent. And I loved her kid being like, she's like, I could use, don't waste my money. I could use that on a Gucci purse. And he was like, one that you already have. And <laughs> Toya's like, stay out of my closet. Stay out of my life. <laughs> it's so funny how she can get really real and mama bear and serious for a second and then goes right back to being Toya in, in the stump of a finger. It's amazing. Love her. She's the best. We got to talk about Dr. Contessa and her husband. I can't remember his name right now because it's early in the morning. So, guys, just be be kind. But Oh, my God. I can't either. What? Well, I think it's because we're – oh, Scott. Scott. I think it's because we're a little angry at Scott. I, I mean, I, I go back and forth with my feelings for Contessa. I kind of have a, a hot and cold feelings for her. One minute, I love her. The next minute, I'm like, eh, I don't know about you. But I – just feel a complete lack of love and support from Scott. Oh, absolutely. So I can't imagine what she feels. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's, they need to really work on their marriage. They should have worked on their marriage before they opened up a practice together. I just think it's stupid. I just think it's really, really dumb. And we're already seeing him being like, well, we need to work opposite days, but at the beginning we're going to have to be together. So we have to work on ourselves. And Contessa's like, yeah, we do, but are we going to do it? And he doesn't want to go to therapy. He doesn't want to go to counseling. What is with that? What is with, I wish, I mean, I wish there was a healthier outlook on talk therapy in this group, especially amongst the men. I don't know why they think that they can, it's not working out for you guys so far doing it on your own. We've been watching it not work out. The least you could do is go to someone and talk through it. I think he just feels uncomfortable. I also don't think he wants to admit he's another stubborn cast member we've got that he doesn't want to admit when he's wrong or when he's faltered. Contessa is a, you know, a tough broad, but she will be vulnerable and she'll admit when she's, you know, slipped up and not been present. He can't do the same. 
And if you need help with any therapy, talk space. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Could you better, imagine if that better was a help. Better help. <laughs> but no, I agree. I think I think she's, and we saw this in the scene. She's willing to work on their relationship and do anything that it takes for them to get back together and get back to that place where they were. Yeah. And he's just sticking his feet in the ground, like it's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's and not I hate to falter. say it, but he does. He is giving off the energy of someone who's not being faithful. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. And I know that's coming later in the season, but that it makes me very nervous. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to see. It looks like next episode, the Contessa brings up that she got him a Range Rover for his birthday and he only, he didn't even get her a cake for graduating school, which is a whole situation. I mean, both, I mean, but it's a little insane to get him a Range Rover just for his birth. I mean, oh, was it a landmark birthday? Did he just turn 52? I don't know. I don't know, but that seems a little crazy, but to do nothing, for her huge accomplishment, I, I that he's there's something again. He's given off signs of, of infidelity. He's using the money somewhere else. He's taking ladies round in that Range Rover. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I love the little Anila moment. I really like her. I think she's so cute. She's so fun. Yeah, I like her a lot. I, I I'm excited to get to know her more. She seems very level headed. Very you know, and her husband seems great. Yes, and their kids seem great. The kids are so cute. So she's a good addition. I'm excited to see what where she goes from here with everybody. Let's talk about Michael's graduation party, which was I'm always <laughs> I had the same feeling in Atlanta when we saw Candy kind of what oh my gosh, what's Candy's daughter's name? I can't do these early mornings, Matthew. <laughs> my brain has not turned on no matter how much coffee I have. Riley. Oh, Riley. That's oh my gosh, I'm killing it. You really are. Have you had more coffee than me? Because no, I've had. We we're drinking different kinds of coffee. Maybe that's it. I'm having my four sigmatic <laughs> 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 coffee. I'm just having my regular. I'm literally a, a walking talking podcast ad. Yeah, if any of you are working for these companies and want to uh, sponsor the podcast, we're, we'll we won't say no. I drink four sigmatic every day. Okay, <laughs> stop it. I truly do. It's it it goes down way easier. But yeah, then. I agree. Like when Riley graduating from high school, and you know even. Uh, we felt this way w- with Gia on Jersey yes. at one point. Just we've watched these kids grow up and they've grown up to such up, like upstanding people considering their parents are a little crazy. I also just love Dr. Simone and I love that family and to see him and them succeed and do so well. It just, it, the whole, the whole thing was great. I was though very sad, even though I am team Simone, I was sad that Jackie wasn't there. I, and I do agree. That was kind of a big deal. Knowing that Dr. Jackie, you know, delivered Michael mm-hmm. was the first literally, person, yeah, literally as the OBGYN. And it's just kind of sad to see this relationship get so fractured because, like, those are moments you're not going to get back. Like, even though there was a strain in the relationship, it, it's even it's they're always going to think back about like, oh, remember when I wasn't invited to Michael's party? Like, it's always going to linger. It's going it, to be it, that weirdness. I completely agree. This was totally salvageable, the, this little fight that's grow, that's grown between them. But when things like that occur, it makes it harder to come back to each other. Mm-hmm. So I think a big gesture is going to have to happen now on Simone's part, even though she, I think, is more in the right here. A big gesture is going to come from has is going to have to come from her. And and that's what we see when the Doctor Heavenly and Doctor when Simone the Doctor Heavenly with the yeah I mean has, she is the Doctor Heavenly. Um, I do like that. She kind of guided Simone in the right direction, which always feels a little weird when Heavenly's guiding someone in the right direction. 
But if they can work it out, so can Simone and Jackie. Yeah, Heavenly, at least I, I, you know, we saw, you know, classic Heavenly at the top of the episode. But it's nice to see her less reactive yes. than usual, more grounded. And I thought their conversation was great. And like I said, Simone is willing to admit when she has done wrong, I just need Jackie to get there too. Mm-hmm. And I think Jackie needs to see the bigger picture. I think she also needs to admit that Simone really didn't slight her as much as she uh, thinks she did. Yeah. I, think- I don't think we'll get there, but I, I, I even Curtis again, Curtis, who I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest mm-hmm. fan of even Curtis is saying, I think you're playing this all wrong. Yeah. I, I think we'll have to see what happens next episode. Cause obviously they always leave us on these cliffhangers, but I do think they're going to like, bring their relationship back and really find each other again because I mean, I hope so because it's such a long-standing relationship. It's such a big friendship. Like heavenly said, we got to get the golden girls back, which makes me think who are the golden girls? Like is who is who? Cause I, we've, I've been watching golden girls now. So I know who I mean, everyone is. I feel like heaven. Oh, this is tough. Oh, this is tough. I feel like Simone is, uh, cause I feel like it's Simone, Jackie, heavenly Toya. Well, Toya, I feel, is Blanche. Yes. 100%. And then Heavenly, Heavenly is Sophia. Sophia. Yes. And then Rose, I guess Simone, but Simone's not that. But she's got that heart of gold. Yeah. She's got that heart of gold. And then I, Dr. Jackie is definitely Dorothy. Because I'm, I'm a Rose. Beyond. But I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little. Beyond. I'm a little cuckoo bananas. Beyond. You. Yes. And <laughs> I've always a, got a story. I'm a Dorothy. Yes. Yeah. Well, with a little bit of Blanche. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. You're a little mixture. I'm a little mix. I'm a full on rose. You beyond. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Summer House really quick because, see the, the the thing about Summer House and I love Summer House, but we've been having this fight with Kyle and Hannah and Hannah for three episodes now, which is fine. But I think Paige was spot on and summed it all up when they both to a certain degree, want to be the center of attention. They want to be right. They don't care about coming to the middle, compromising and being kind. And they're never good. This will never like smooth, be smoothed over. Never. No. Even though I am team Kyle uh, and Amanda versus Hannah always, I, it's never going to get smoothed over. So they just need to drop it and move on. And Amanda needs to decide if she wants to keep being friends with Hannah. And if I were Amanda, I would just say, you know what? I'm good. Sometimes you, uh, well, I hope that they can salvage their relationship because they were friends before. But if you're, he's, he, if she's against your man this much, like choose your man. Yeah. Stand I, by your man. Is that the song? Yeah. But why? I don't know. <laughs> I, and is that Dusty Springfield? I don't know who that is. No, I don't think it's Dusty Springfield. I have no idea who it is. It's some country star that we should know. But we don't. It's okay, though. I just know the songs. I don't know the people. I should give more credit to artists. Artists deserve Oh, my God. Get out of here. Well, I'm thrilled that Carl is back, and I'm glad that yes. he seems to be doing much better. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really happened that was hilarious was the PowerPoint. Okay, the PowerPoint is kind of iconic, and I love that they <laughs> went back to Kyle's email because that was such an iconic moment, like mm-hmm. the 18-page email, which I still want to read. I need a full – I'm sure it's somewhere online, but I need a full like breakdown – of exactly what was written out in that email because that is so extra. But 
a PowerPoint about how to get your relationship back is also one of my favorite things. If someone did that for me, I'd be like, okay, I, you're, I'm sold. I am literally sold. That is the most romantic thing. I, oh my God. I don't know if the PowerPoint, like the form, I don't know if I would have appreciated that necessarily, but the intention behind it is very, I appreciate because despite the fact that I don't think he needs to do this at all. And I think he should just let go, let God and move on from Lindsay. It just doesn't seem like they're the right fit. And Lindsay needs to do some work on herself. It's clear that he loves her and he cares about her and he wants to make it work. So the fact that he went through all the trouble and the effort to put this all together, even though the PowerPoint's a little lame itself, I think it's great. I don't know if it's going to do much though. I don't, I don't think Lindsay and him are go- I mean we know that they're not together they're not oh well yeah I just don't think it's gonna work it's not it's not gonna work it's, out it's, I hope that he prints it out and sends Andy a copy and Andy can keep a copy in the clubhouse no it's gonna it, I mean it won't go in the housewives museum but there would be I would love to copy in the clubhouse also speaking of relationships I am glad that Hannah's does is starting to like get into the picture so we do have a clear timeline or of when they started their relationship up and their fiancés now <sighs> But there's these photos online of people putting Kyle and Des face to face side by side. And everyone is saying, does Hannah know she's basically dating an older Kyle? And it's spot on. I thought the same thing. I mean, Kyle is way more handsome. And oh, I love myself some Kyle. Me too. Like beyond. But they do look very similar. They they could be brothers. Yeah. And Des, I mean, we're going to meet him next week. But I think he is just a... Uh, a square. <laughs> he just gives me boring, like vanilla vibes. But honestly, he's a Hannah, comedian. You're kidding. I guess he's like big in Ireland or Scotland or something like that. Are they? Are they funny? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I'm totally kidding. But I no I no 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 thank you. I Hannah needs someone like that. I think she needs someone completely utterly unfascinating. Unfascinating Jesus. I think she needs someone like completely me. uninteresting. And I think that he will serve that up n- quite nice. But we'll see next week. Well, speaking of fiancés, let's talk about Atlanta. It was the event of the season of the century of the quarantine. Cynthia's I, wedding. I felt, <laughs> I mean, I felt bad and I also didn't feel bad. I felt bad for Cynthia because I wanted her to have her moment because she's earned this. She, she's earned Mike Hill and the two of them together are so great. And I want them to have a special wedding but this is what you get when everyone has trying, been trying to tell you not to have this big, huge, fancy wedding in the middle of the pandemic. Just get married, just the two of you, and have a big party later. This is all of these things going wrong. This is the universe telling you, like, you should have listened to your friends. But rain on your wedding day is lucky. Yeah. That is a big that is a big moment. And I was just happy to see Eva looking snatched <gasps> as ever. She, she looks so looked good. Unbelievable. So good. Unbelievable. I, it was so good to see her. I was sad when she didn't return to the to the franchise. I kind of want her to come back. Oh, I definitely want her to come back. I liked her also trying to get the scoop on the bachelorette party. Me too. And I was dying when Candy said everyone the, was it Candy or Kenya saying that people were lips to lips, oh and my she was like, God. and I was like, hmm, like Cardi and Megan at the very, Grammys, truly very. very like on 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 point. And, and with the culture right now. I would have loved, now that I'm thinking about it, why did they not have Bolo in that big shoe at the Grammys? That would have made 
whop ten times better. If, well, if I'm he sure been. his business, by the way, has just skyrocketed. I'm oh, sure he, that he he's booked and busy. I honey. mean, that's why he did it. I think that's why he did the show. But again, I I think Candy said it perfectly when she said, "I don't understand and I don't like." when anyone tries to shame anyone about anything sexual when no harm was done. Yeah. And I don't know why Kenya is on this big campaign. And I think you said it perfectly that she's honestly jealous that she wasn't more a part of the night and that people weren't, didn't want, didn't seem, she didn't feel like the women wanted her to be more a part of the antics. And she has it out for Portia because Portia star is skyrocketing and Kenya's is dimming. Well, I do also think I, everyone online has been saying, like, it's time for a shakeup on Atlanta. And I think we got a really good, clear view of what it could be like without the aunties when yeah. we saw the niece party, which yep. I absolutely loved them yep. doing that. I agree. Because they're friends, but they also fought. I mean, we had the Latoya versus Drew. Those girls also... Drew losing her voice the next morning at the wedding was a hundred percent because she was plastered. Yeah, like no shit, you can't sing. You were screaming at Toya and drinking all night. Like no wonder. But I agree. I think that throw Eva back into the mix with the nieces, and you have the perfect yeah, future of Atlanta. I love Candy. Don't get me wrong, and I love Cynthia. Don't get me wrong. I do not love Kenya. Don't get me wrong. You say it every I week. I say it every week, and I will say it until all your ears bleed. But I don't – I think it's time to move on. We've seen Candy's journey, and we've seen her grow. Like, she's a boss bitch, and she's killing it. And we, like, don't need to see her kill it. You know what I'm saying? And Riley's off to college. It's And that would be a good time. And now Cynthia has her happy ending. Yeah. And unfortunately, Kenya does not. And I think that's the way it's going to be. That's the way the cookie crumbles. The other women have just so much more story to be told. Yes. And so much more growing to do. And hey, you know what? Maybe Candy could have her own show. Maybe Cynthia could have her own show. I I don't know about that. Maybe Candy could. Candy did have her own show. I know, but. Another one. Maybe they could really go full court press on that show. I think it's time for those three to move on and, and have Shamia, Marlo, Give Barlow's centerpiece and bring this. Full, yeah. Have them all be full-time. Give them all peaches. I think that would be amazing. I like them calling out LaToya for trying to play that she's, like, not on Kenya's side, but still doing the hashtag and doing everything. And even Drew came after her and was like, you were talking about me and my relationship, and that doesn't need to happen. They're also accusing of LaToya of going to the blogs for Kenya. Yeah. They think she did the dirty work for Kenya, which – I don't think that's what exactly happened. It could be, but I think Kenya did this all on her own. And Latoya's just, I think Latoya's playing both sides because I think she's trying to figure out where the dice are going to land. She really wants to fit in where the dice are going to land. Yeah, that, that's fine. That'll work. Yeah, yeah you fine. saw me like think about what I yeah, said for I'm a like, minute. No, you got it. It's totally fine. I Where the chips will fall. That's it. That's yeah. the one. Uh, poker metaphors, <laughs> poker uh, imagery. It's great. I agree. Toya clearly trying to figure out where do I fit in? Where is the power? Who's holding it? What, like, who do I like li- align with? I also think she did have some serious problems with how Kenya handled the entire weekend because I think she had a great time and thought all of them had a great time. I think she thinks Kenya's spoiling that. Mm-hmm. Also, did you clock the skims 
tape that she was wearing? Oh, yeah. Immediately when Latoya took off her shirt, I was like, that's Skims tape. These girls, they know what they're doing. I was obsessed. I thought that looked great. But yeah, I think that she, uh, and but I do think that was, even though I don't like Kenya, I thought that was shady when she brought up the Mark stuff with mm-hmm. the alimony. That mm-hmm. was not cool. Yeah. I'm glad that she got called out immediately. Yeah. I want to talk about the wedding now. Yeah. Because it was truly beautiful. Cynthia looked incredible. Everyone was, though, crammed into that tiny space. Oh, yeah. I understand that the weather didn't help, but that looked a little and insane. And n- masks, no masks. It was it was a situation for sure. And everyone was there. They had Karen Huger. They had Giselle Bryant was there. But they named everyone except for Tamika Lee from Southern Charm New Orleans. Have you oh, ever watched Southern Charm New Orleans? No, I haven't. Okay, it is incredible. And Tamika's the center. She's like the main cast member of the show. Is it possible they just didn't cuz I I feel like there might be a, a, more than more than just her that didn't get clocked because of the masks maybe? I don't know. But still. I she, I, I agree. I think it's lame. I it, they showed Karen Huger and they easily could have just done one more blip and said Tamika and they didn't. And it made me really upset because if you do not watch Southern Charm New Orleans, I'm telling you again and telling you time and time again, go back and watch them. I think they might be bringing it back. I heard rumors that they were filming. I just am, I'm just upset that she didn't get her moment. She is a Bravo lab. It's not like she's on a different channel, not a different no, network. No, you're so right. You're 100% right. I just I just she needs her time. Are you hashtag it wasn't me or are you hashtag girls just want to have fun? Hashtag girls just want to have fun. I mean, me too. I, th- I thought that that was the only other thing that I thought was really shitty is Kenya, you can't talk out both sides of your mouth. No. Just like Toya. You can't go, oh, I don't know who would have given it to page six. I I mean, if it was this site or this site, which it ended up being both those sites, then yeah, it probably was me, but not page six. And then to post that boomerang and put that hashtag, that's bullshit. Also, Marlo, I love you. Please don't go to the dark side. If you're listening to this, no. Kenya is, I think Portia is completely correct I think it's very convenient that she made up with Marlo at this time. I think that Kenya needs soldiers in her army and saw Marlo as a vulnerable target. Marlo, please don't, don't let the wool be pulled over your eyes. She doesn't even follow. She's like, I haven't even unblocked Kenya yet. I don't know what she's posting on. But also Marlo is trying. I think Marlo is really nervous about like, Oh God, what have I gotten myself into? Like, I want to be cool with Kenya, but what's, what's happened? Yeah. Just go, don't go to, to the light girl, run away from the light. Okay, let's talk about Dallas. Medicine Monday. You were right. I was right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm never right, but in this moment, I was right. Yeah, that's and that's why I went with my instincts. But no, you were right in this one moment. As much as it was Darren is what he is, I was a little upset at Carrie and Cam for being, and Brandy after the fact, but in the moment, Carrie and Cam were so rude. Yep. In this event, like laughing and giggling and asking silly questions. And then Brandy being like, it sounds like hell. Just be kind. This person is giving their time. DeAndre's setting up this event. You don't have to act like you're 12 years old or like a high schooler at a party that like you feel weird at. It just made me upset because they didn't even let themselves enjoy this Medicine Monday for what it was. I I completely agree. Was it a little ridiculous? Absolutely, and like, we love the is editors. Is Darren appropriating something that he doesn't know a lot about? Probably, but 
I think the intention behind it was really good, and yes. they know how much it means to Deandra. It's mm-hmm. like, can you give the girl a break? Deandra is working really hard to be nicer to all of you, which I don't know if I would be, <laughs> like, to be perfectly honest. Just be nice and don't la- – like, he's sitting right there, and he can hear you. You're not in a big auditorium. Exactly. Like, he can hear you be rude and condescending and laughing. Like, God, it's just bitchy and, cla- like, low class. It was very low class, even though those ladies with the rose petals made me think of American Beauty. I mean, <laughs> completely ridiculous. I, I, I really – I would have been able to keep my composure and appreciate it for what it was. Jen looked like she was super into it. I mean, Jen was, Jen was vibing. She, I loved the moment at Tiffany's birthday when she kind of is like, Deandra, I loved it. I was, I was so into it. And then the editors cut back to her at the event, just fully in the chant, eyes closed, having her moment. Right. And okay. And okay. And I'm not a practicing Catholic, but I'm a spiritual person. And I think it's disrespectful and complete utter bullshit that Brandy is invoking this, oh, this is against Christianity, against my Christian beliefs. Like, you got to do this in the name of God. It's What the fuck is she talking about? I, uh, I could not. She's really trying to make this whole Christian thing a thing. I, I think feel. she's trying to make herself look better because her behavior has been so poor. And so she's like, I, and which makes me really mad because it's, it's, it seems like she's using it instead of really practicing what she believes. And that makes me really upset. I mean, I did like the moment with her daughter. Jojo Siwa is shaking with all those bows on Brandy's oh, head. Oh, God, and the makeup. I, I would not let my child do that to me. If I was going anywhere, it actually looked like Brandy was going somewhere and needed to be, you know, done, done up. up. I would yeah. never let my child do that. If we were, like playing on a Saturday and I was like in my sweatpants and then my moo not going anywhere. Yeah. I'll let my daughter sweatpants do it. Sweatpants and moo Get your makeup let, done by your daughter. Let my daughter do whatever the hell she wants. But I, she looked completely crazy, but I just thought that was so gross. And I think Brandy is using it to, I, yeah, to, to like hide from the fact that she's been Really, her piss poor behavior is just been out of control lately. And let's let's move to Tiffany's party to talk about this because her and Deandra kind of get into this. Yeah, and yeah, it was before. Yeah, and it was great. I thought that Carrie, you know, Carrie's been a real bitch all season, especially to Tiffany. Yeah, and I will say, I'm not, again, I'm not a fan of Carrie, still not. But I thought it was really nice that she put all this together. It was everything looked beautiful. It was a really cute party. Would all, but it also made me mad because. Could we have seen the Dallas girls go to Morocco, which would have been incredible? I, I ha- yeah, I have a feeling maybe that was part of the plan, and they couldn't because of, of COVID. COVID. COVID me, <laughs> like sound like I sound it's like still early guys. I sound like Mama D's Sharma. That Sharma <laughs> was crazy. Mama D needs to be a full time yes! housewife. I'm sorry if this if this episode wasn't proof enough. Which I'm sorry, every single time she's on camera. It's evidence enough that she belongs. But this was another mwah, chef's kiss appearance Would from you, Mama D. I was sitting on a curb. Do you ladies know what a curb is? And I was said to myself, when I grow up, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> and that's what I did. I stalked Glenn. <laughs> she literally admitted that she is a gold digging bitch. I, I loved Cam being like, okay, so you're, you're a gold digger who stalked your husband until he married you. I don't think this is the advice you need to be giving. But, uh, but you know, when Mama D does good and makes us laugh, then she goes and sides with Q and on Brandy. 
about <laughs> doing her a whole. And I loved, I have to say, I love Deandra saying, I'm the most educated Christian. You cannot say these things to me and act like I'm doing something or doing something a certain way that's against a religion when I have studied every other religion and I've come back to Christianity and I know my relationship with God. I know my relationship with Jesus. And I know that this meditation, and that's the thing. Meditation is not a religion. They were not practicing another religion with Darren. All they were doing was doing like a holistic spiritual addition. And that can be done with Christianity. There was no invoking of any God. Like God wasn't a part of it at all no. in any way, shape, or form. Again, I think Brandy goes, oh, I'll look great on camera if I'm the good Christian girl who's reformed. No, you're not. No, you are not. It made me. It it makes me really upset because uh, you can you can be a Christian and have the Headspace app and do your meditation. Like it's, <laughs> it's fine. Headspace, welcome. Yeah, I, mean, Again, I love my another Headspace. ad. Another ad. I always do my sleep cast at night. It helps me fall asleep. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. But no, I and I like Deandra calling out Brandy for the double standards because yeah, Brandy can have these like ghosts. She can talk with the spirits on the other side. She can bring a medium into her house to do like a spiritual cleansing. But she can't do a meditation with a shaman. And I don't know that much about it, but I'm pretty sure mediums, if you're going to talk about what's worse, mediums and contacting the afterlife or the dead is way worse. Meditation is not going to bring in demons. A medium will bring in demons. Has anyone ever seen Poltergeist? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So Brandy is just using this to her advantage, and it's obvious. I love Deandra, though, for calling out. And I love... Deandra for becoming Deandra Conda with the snake. Oh, I I never. love a good snake no, moment. No, in the episode I I had to show you. I had my snake moment in Mexico. I had my Britney Spears moment with the yellow snake. I've done that before, except they were letting these women be a lot more friendly with the snakes. I got in trouble because I like moved my arm and the snake started literally like wrapping yeah, you're itself not on supposed me. Supposed to do that, which I wasn't supposed to do. I. Never liked, as a child, going to a birthday party, and all of a sudden I see a guy setting up, like, a bunch of cages. I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be wildlife, tarantulas, and scorpions, and snakes. Shoot me in the face. One time I was at the state fair. I used to go to the California state fair every year. I'm a big fair guy. And there was a Fear Factor show. And they made me close my eyes and hold up my hands. Nope. No, 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 and no. they put a tarantula no, on me. No, no, no. I would have screamed was, and thrown that motherfucker in the air. I would have killed it. I had to, like, hold it. It was very terrifying. And I got, like, I think a free soda, like a ticket for a free soda or a free burger afterwards. I was told <laughs> that they have bristles on them, that if you touch them and you put them in your eye, you'll blind yourself. Well, they told me, they were like, if it feels prickly, it's not hurting you. That's just, it's like. <laughs> it's, if it feels, uh, no, no. It was wild. I would start. I would bur- I would literally like Tiffany start crying my eyes out. <laughs> Loved, even though I think it's ridiculous how drunk and plastered they get so often. It was really fun to see Tiffany hammered. It's fun to see, yeah, and it's uh, it, it like like it reminds me of my golden days back when I was in college, and you would just go to a party and everyone's not making sense. Right, but you were in college. You were True. not pushing fifty. You know, I was pushing twenty five. Our mothers would not behave that way. No, they would not. That's it's insane. It's a little. My ridiculous. mom's listening. She would not. No, absolutely not. I also, oh yeah, to close out the episode with the Mama D Deandra fight was just tough. Okay, as much as I think 
Mama D stirring the pot. Also love her just dropping this bomb and then saying she's going to leave and just standing off to the side and watching everything unfold. And, kind and of saying I'm going to take off my microphone and then not take off her microphone and just dish with Stephanie. Stephanie's just like, I'm t- I'm so – and Stephanie's eyes were wider than ever because she's just – I'm so drunk and I can't handle this right now. I, I believe Mama D. I, I do think – I think it's a little bit of both. I think that she yeah. – I, I think that she does see Deandra's – I, De- I think Deandra sees her stepfather as her real father. father. Yeah. But I also do think that she said, I think in the same breath, she thought, yes, he's my real father. He's been there for me. I see him as my true dad. But also in terms of my life and my success, like it's just going to be better for me if I have this last name. I think it's a little bit of both. And I think the way if, if, if I were her and Mama D was trying to make it sinister and make it seem like it was just for you know, advancement. I'd be mad too. too. Yeah. And she was, and she's wasted and she can't really defend herself in the right way when she's inebriated. And I think Mama D jumped on that situation. A hundred percent. But these ladies, Dallas, this was my favorite episode so far of the season. Yes. Finally, this should have been the energy from day one. They need to pick it up and learn that this is what we need. Mama D is saving the show. Uh, They should have brought her at the beginning. Mama D needs to be a full timer. I, I do not disagree with you. Honestly, if they do Golden Girls Housewives and it's Mama D and March Senior. Oh, she's Blanche on steroids. It would be great. It would be great. Okay, let's talk about Jersey. We're going to end off our episode with Jersey. Guys, sorry, this was like fast. I feel like we're like jumping through this. Well, but it's again, like, our coffee thing kicked in like five minutes into the episode and I think we're just rattling I'm off. I'm just like, boo, boo, boo. Here we go. Shots fired. <laughs> I need to stop. The, I, my <laughs> coffee level is getting to the point where I'm getting crazy now. Yeah. All right. Okay, Jersey. First of all, I love a good shore house. I love that they showcased Melissa and Joe's shore house where they're making their pina coladas for their kids. It's I, beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous house. But I, I also love seeing the difference between Melissa and Joe's kids where they're offering to make them pina coladas. And then you have Jennifer's kids who can't even – clean up their own plates from the table after their mother makes them this amazing meal. My only condition, if I have children, my only condition is that they clean up after themselves. It's, it's the easiest thing. I, I, I understand if you don't want to assign chores and have that whole, you know, cause it, oh, something always slips through the cracks. But if you just instill in your children, Hey, if you make a mess, whether it's in the playroom, it's at, in the kitchen, it's, you know, in the backyard, you just clean up after yourself and you put things away after you're done. It just keeps everything nice and neat and tidy. Help your mama out. Well, I got the list of chores and it was like, you got to do the cobwebs, the edges, the bathrooms, the vacuuming, the couches before I get home. And we had to finish the list. But you know what? I'm a harder worker now. Well, yeah, you're a neurotic, crazy mess. So God bless. <laughs> Mom, I love you. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about, though, David and Dolores. Because when David drove in on the motorcycle, I wanted to vomit. He looks like, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on it. Although. Yes, I bring this up. If you just imagine Dolores with no hair <laughs> and no tan, they look like they could be brother and yes. sister. Yes. They you, look like twins. You said this, and I had never noticed it before, and they are almost identical. I don't know what she's doing with him. I'm going to keep saying it until she wakes up. He's not good enough for her. He isn't. And the fact that he is trying to blame her for the engagement, you're so busy. You have so many things you want to do. You are do. a gaslighter. 
get out of here denier. Truly. Yeah. It's, it's upsetting to see Dolores kind of try to put her foot down and then doesn't because she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll still I'll we'll make a we'll make a compromise. I'll come to the house, which also I kind of love that he built this house and she's like. Yeah, I'm not going to come to the house unless you propose to me because that was what this house was for. Well, and they agreed that they that was going to happen afterwards, and then he reneged on his promise. No, girl, promises have not been kept. You need to move on, please. Okay. I loved the. It's so great to see the gore guzz yes. all together. Yes, from Melissa's side to Joe and Teresa, all having fun, all getting along. It it's it's rare and I really love seeing it. It was an assault though on my eyes when they roll up to this restaurant and the, the person was masked at the front, but literally There's a packed so restaurant. many people. I mean, <laughs> Jersey, do your thing, whatever. But that made me very anxious. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not about that. Yeah, That's, I was like, when was this filmed? In the summertime. That's <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean? If it were now, I would I would feel a little bit better. But this was the summertime. This was in the middle of July, I believe. Not, I was not having it. It made me very nervous. But it was great to see them. I think that Joe was able to kind of get through to Teresa about the whole Jackie problem. It seemed like Teresa was going to, you know, kind of come to some sort of mend. I love that she had Melissa text her on her behalf and tell her to come to the party. Yes. I wish that Jackie would have taken her up on it. When someone, when Teresa, who is a moron, God bless her, gives you an olive branch, you take it. You take it. You take it, Jackie. If you're going to be stubborn and dig your heels in, then again, I'm still on your team, but you lose credibility. You lose stock in your argument. Joe and Jonathan, this conversation was weird. Jonathan, well, first of all, I think it's a little shady. This, I think Joe's a little shady, but also Jonathan, like they said at the end, should have gotten everything in paper because a handshake does not mean anything. But I, I do like Joe kind of using that and being like, yeah, handshake doesn't mean anything. This Italian mafia, like, oh, yeah, a handshake and a wink is is how we agree on things. No, you morons. You have everything in writing. Everything is in writing. And I do agree. I think it was shady. But I also think that Jonathan, let's not let's not be, like, let's not be unrealistic here. Tens of thousands of dollars was not made uh, yeah. at, a, at a Girl with Gorga <laughs> event. Let's just be real. That's the thing. It's like, how much money do you think they're making at these events? It's 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 bizarre to me, but I'm glad that they got it handled so that Michelle and Melissa can be friends. I am still unsure about Michelle. And it was cool that Michelle – oh, I'm very unsure about her. It was cool, though, that she was like, I shouldn't have, you know, brought it up to Jen the way that I did. I should have just maybe talked to you about it. I shouldn't have gotten involved. That was the weird. It was weird. But at least, the, you know, everyone's everyone's good. Tony. Can we talk oh about my Tony gosh. for a second? Oh, my gosh, yes. He is – so cute. He is a he is a, a tall drink of water. I do think a that tall he, drink of tequila. Uh, truly, I do think that he might be a guy about town, which is why Teresa won't go there with him. I think she wants a she solid wants a peach kiss. Oh, that made me. She's also quiver. all about. She's all about the pineapple juice. <laughs> like she read that on Wikipedia somewhere and is committed. But I. I see why she doesn't want to get serious with him, but he is so cute. You can have a little fun. I, I think she should, and I think they probably have. They probably have. I mean, let's I just be honest. Especially after that party. Everyone was pretty liquored up. I think that she 
She definitely did. Speaking of liquored up, let's talk about Jen. Whoa. We've all been there. We've all been there. I think she's hilarious. I I see no problem with this. Every once in a while, you could let your hair loose. But to see her trying to drink the bottle of water, I, I had so many flashbacks. <laughs> Not only, like, me, but, like, People you so know. many of my friends, I'm like, oh, I've I've been there, I've been I've seen this happen to someone, and I've seen the, and I love that she just was laughing. She didn't care. She was totally fine. Like that's the thing. She put doesn't her the, put her to bed. And She's what did she say good. on What Happens Live? She didn't remember anything after getting in the pool. Well, because they were playing tequila pong. That's the problem. You do not, just a. I've never warning. done that. I've known better than to do that. <laughs> I have. Well, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I've You're done, reckless. I've done everything pong, like tequila pong, vodka pong, mixed drink pong, beer pong, champagne pong, I, anything pong. Beer pong, I'm all about because that is a a good pace. You can kind of monitor yourself. You can kind of gauge what's going on with your body and still have fun. Well, like three or four misses and you're you're three sheets to the wind well that's the point but not oh she was asking for it she what i mean yeah and i love I them showing she- bill when he was plastered yep. they're meant for each other you they know really are. they'll take care of each other when they need to they got like what 20 kids <laughs> they, need, they need a time to relax every once in a while. I really hope she didn't get sick in the car. Although I, it sounded like she did. Her the her, the color in her face was was disappearing. You know, quite quickly. He's got money. He can get that thing detailed. It's fine. I you know we've all thrown up in an Uber. Uh, have we? It's, I've heard of people have. You definitely have. <laughs> Don't fucking play. You you wouldn't have said that had you not done it. I had the wherewithal to get out of the Uber and run home before I uh, threw up. Mm. Yep. Okay, well, some of us <laughs> don't have uh, the wherewithal. I understand. You're not as strong as I am. It's fine. We try our best. I'm excited for next week. It looks like Jackie and Teresa will be in the same place for the first time since the fight. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But again, Jersey, Jersey, married to Med, Atlanta, delivering always 24-7. Dallas, thank God, is finally picking up. This was the best episode yet. Summer House, still a joy. It's a good time to be watching. It's a good time to be a Bravo fan. Yes, it is. Well, I think that's it. I think we mentioned it all. We did. We, I, I think this is the last time we'll do a crack of dawn. I can't. I can't do this again. <laughs> this was my fault. We, uh, we just. We, this is a very, very crazy Thursday, and uh, you know what? What? What, what can life we do? happens? Life happens. And thank you for everyone who came to our summer house clubhouse. Yes, I think we're gonna do a live podcast in the middle of the day. Much like we're doing right now, we'll do it in the middle of a, a Thursday and we'll have everyone, uh, we'll invite, we'll do what we're doing now, but we'll invite people on the stage and maybe talk maybe about talk about different things. The episodes of the week. It will be fun. It will be a good time. But if you guys aren't already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. We love you guys. Make sure you let us know that you love us too. Rate and review and share with your friends. It's always a blast to do these for you guys every week. And follow us on social media, searching at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T in beer, A-V-O-D. Bye. Bye.